Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today today and you know what i got for you guys yes you got that right i got headlines and boy do i got headlines for you guys so numero uno on the list here is texas legislature to introduce bill banning children from drag shows after drag the kids to pride event yes folks thank god for that uh, and what else? So uh, we had theoretical uh, physics professor Dr. Kaku reveals what might be the cause of a new cosmic mystery still unknown to astronomers. And that was on Tucker Carlson last night. Tucker Carlson last night had that on there. Uh, and the U.S. is beyond bankrupt. Kim.com fears controlled demolition, enabling a new dystopian future yes folks that is on there today as well so yeah and so a call to arms teachers in conservative states are volunteering to carry guns and uh, yes we have that in texas and what's going on in the uk hostile war on children homeschooling parents are about to have their freedom revoked guys that's going on in the uk today and if you hear the background noise you know how it is on saturday i got my dog chasing my cat that is squirt Short for Squirticus, because he thinks he's Spartacus and his cat Murphy. You can hear them in the background right now. So what else do we have going on today? So mother whose son was shot uh, point blank in the head decimates Democratic's gun control agenda. She says, I don't need the government to save me. We'll read a little bit more on that today as well. So what else? The intentional agenda. This is at Rapture Ready by Steve Smutzer. And he says, let's cut uh, to the chase here. The left wants to take away guns because they don't want a society that is armed and capable of resisting their tyrannical agenda. All over the world where citizens have been disarmed, ruthless tyranny follows. The left desperately wants that to happen here in America. I mean... Case in point, look what happened to Canada. Look what happened to Australia during this COVID-19 thing. Look at everything that's happened. So what else? So Safdor Ramos is an 18-year-old boy, lived with his grandmother. He lied to cross-dress and wear eyeliner at least enough to take selfies and post them on social media. Somewhere along the line, this kid, this newbie to adulthood, acquired sufficient resources to purchase two brand new Daniel Defense AR-15 rifles plus 375 rounds of 5.56 ammo, optics, and and some tactical body plates he pulled all that off without a driver's license that's roughly five thousand dollars right there a heck of a dent in his fast food income as a wendy's worker the multiple signs of dysfunction in his life were very clear he was well known as someone who had found pleasure in cutting his own face who shot bb guns at random people and had egged cars he told his workers his co-workers that he was going to buy the weapons that he did and he'd often lashed out violently against his family his friends and strangers he had photos taken of himself fighting with others in a local park uh this article was again written by steve smutzer you can check it out at raptorready.com. So anyway, um, he uh, he also said he had posted his violent intentions on social media. Uh, he'd stated three times on Facebook that he was going to shoot in elementary school. 
and he did. When Ramos walked into the Robb Elementary School on May 24th with his guns, the school resource officers confronted him, but they did not fire any shots or stop his advance. Instead, they allowed him to enter a classroom armed as he was and to barricade himself in. In the hour or so that Ramos was in the school, frantic parents implored the police that were outside the building to do something about the shooter inside, and the police did nothing. In fact, it's much worse than that. Police not only didn't do anything, but they told the parents they needed to stand down too. Some brave parents didn't accept the instruction. They got past impotent law enforcement, jumped the school fences, entered the building, and rescued their own children anyway. The entire calamity is a lengthy list of failures and dysfunctions for Salvador Ramos and for the people in the system around him. The warning signs were many and the system's botches were just as profound. The result is 19 kids and two adults have been murdered. 17 others were wounded. But, but, oh, we need more gun control. The left snivels. We have to repeal the Second Amendment. Their leaders are shrieking. Never waste a crisis. That's the liberal playbook. <clears throat> and predictable, purposeful, and pathetic. So, mm, capitalize on people's raw emotions. Take advantage of the lack of sound judgment. That's the left modus operandi. Not only does the left completely miss the mark of what happened in Uvalde, Texas, and why things came down the way they did, but here's the truth. They don't want to know. The facts of the situation don't fit the less preferred narrative as conveniently as fiction does. Schools are gun-free zones and they have been for a long time. Ramos knew the odds were in his favor in a place like that. The teachers weren't packing anything and the school officers weren't stopping anyone. To top it all off, his friends and co-workers weren't talking, the background checks weren't filtering, his family wasn't intervening, intelligence wasn't discovering, and mental health wasn't reacting. It's the gun's fault. Yeah, right. Whatever. Excuse me while I barf, he says. What's prodigiously apparent is this point is liberals will say and do whatever needs to be said and done to advance their chaos-fueled socialist agenda. And I'm going to throw in here because all that equipment that that kid had, it's more than $5,000. It estimated about five grand, but that's more than $5,000. Where did this kid get the money to buy all this stuff? Surely was not Wendy's, right? Surely was not working at the Wendy's. Um, so, you, you know, you really got to think of all this stuff. And what, what the hell happened with the police department? What, what the hell happened? How do you just let this kid walk in with all this stuff, barricade in a room, tell the kids, you know, they're calling 911, yeah, just yell out for help, and then he shoots. Like, what in the hell? What in the hell happened? What in the hell happened? There needs to be answers to what happened. I hate dare to say it, but it seemed like it was planned as well. Just like all the factories burning down the schools. Think about it, folks. Evil is prevalent in this fallen world. And it's only going to get worse. It's never going to get better. And you hear me say that a lot. But it's the truth. It's never going to get better until Jesus Christ comes. So anyway, you guys, let's cut to the chase. So the left wants to take our guns away because they don't want a society that is armed and capable of resisting their tyrannical agenda. All over the world where citizens have been disarmed, ruthless tyranny follows. The left desperately wants it to happen here in the United States. If the liberals really cared about keeping our kids safe, they'd encourage the teachers to conceal carry. They'd promote armed law enforcement at schools rather than trying to defund the police. They'd support kids having the asset of armed security the same way their own leaders do. Yes, folks, yes. They discontinue the gun-free zone thing for schools altogether. 
and they'd backtrack on their abortion stance. That's what they do if they really cared about keeping kids safe, but they really don't. For libs, the kids are just tools, a means to an end, a way to enforce whatever message the left wants to advance. Here was uh, what Barack Hussein Obama, the original divider-in-chief, tweeted after Salvador Ramos did his despicable deed. As we grieve the children of Uvalde today, we should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. What the hell does that have to do? I'm throwing this in here, guys. What the hell does that have to do with 17 kids, you know, being murdered? What What the hell? Or two teachers? What, what really? George Floyd has absolutely, and of course he continues in his article, George Floyd has absolutely nothing to do with the tragedy in Uvalde. Nada, not a thing. Obama is gaslighting the rank-and-file radicals on the left to get upset and to take to the streets. Don't let a crisis go to waste. Remember, do and say whatever is opportunistic to serve the almighty agenda. What is the agenda? The left's agenda is one world rule. To achieve this, they must make America a whimpering participant on the globalist stage. They cannot permit this nation to be strong or great. Any leader who wishes to put America on a sensible course must be viciously attacked. From their viewpoint, America must be weakened. Therefore, all efforts must be expended to push America into being a war within itself. The flames of civil unrest must be fanned. Blame racism for everything bad that happens. Dissolve the nation's border. Stop building the wall. The country must be permitted to be overrun with illegal immigrants who will stress the system and introduce crime, disease, and unprecedented drug use and threats of terror. Blame everyone but yourself for the obvious problems that have been created. Don't forget the economy. Wreck it. Plentiful energy resources must be shut off. Gas prices must hit record heights. Policies to encourage uh, record inflammation or inflammation, record inflation, it must be hammered through the halls of D.C. Food shortages must be strategically planned. That includes limiting the supply of baby formula. Unfounded fears and unscientific notions about pandemics must be stoked. American weakness must be projected on the world stage. That encourages rogue nations to act out and create further global chaos. And perhaps, above all, attack those who see the light, especially those MAGA folks. Don't let them gain any political power. They clearly have the answers to the problem, so cheat any way you have to in order to keep them from office. Ridicule and censor those who point out what you've obviously done. And say instead that it's the MAGA folks that are the real problem. It's the parents in the MAGA crowd we need to be concerned about. The ones who stand against depraved school curriculums, who don't want boys in the girls' bathroom, and who don't want their third grade kids to be told they are transgender. Yeah, it's those kinds of salt of the earth uh, law-abiding folks who are the real terrorists, right? Wrong. I'm not going to exercise uh, my fingers anymore stating the patent, uh, patently obvious, he says. Anyone with two ounces of common sense knows uh, the right is not the problem. It's the left that is depraved, murderous, upside down, demented, foolish, illogical, comedic, incompetent, dysfunctional, deceptive, and shameful. Sounds like Satan, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. In short, the left is evil. They get their marching orders from the Prince of Darkness. We need to call it like it is. 
Jesus warned us in Matthew 24 verses 4 through 5 that his followers needed to be wary of mounting deception as human history winds down. Furthermore, they need to be alert for rising international conflicts and a surge in radical and civil discord. Famines and pandemics were events Jesus cautioned about too. In our times, we can see his warning includes those threats to public health and the food system which are strategically planned. Make no mistake, the left is leaning heavily into a Marxist template. And it's what defines many of them. The rest of their ranks who will not speak out against their fellow blues are basically complicit with these depravities too. Jesus told us, keep our eyes open to properly discern the times and to understand what's happening and why. He said this because we can and we should. In fact, we must. It's clear as we do these things that the left of today is the prototype population of those who will follow the Antichrist and support his one world tyrannical agenda. They embrace evil and it shows and there's no question about it. Um, guys, check that article out raptureready.com that was written by steve smutzer and i do believe that is a very well written article and it absolutely depicts the time that we uh, are living in right now you and i this is where we're at so what else do we have we have another rapture ready and this is called and it's uh and they curse god this is by grant phillips so you think about when everything is going on in the tribulation i mean it's going to be total hell on earth and you would think, and it's going to show that it is God doing all of this, right? And so you would think you would cry out to God for mercy, right? Like, have mercy on me. Forgive me. You know, I'm sorry. You know, you would whatever, right? But they will not. They will not. They will curse God. They will curse God during that time. And you wonder how. Well, the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So the person who refuses to repent, he says, change his mind about his need for a savior will never call upon the only one who can save his condemned soul. Instead, he will blame God and everyone else for his woes. Even as the circumstances grow worse and worse, his heart just gets harder and colder. However, the repentant man will receive mercy. So the Bible tells us in Proverbs 28, 13, he who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Folks, it's coming down to the wire, right? It's coming down to the wire. And so it says, uh, why would a man curse the very name of God when God is his only salvation? King David tells us what the Lord told him. I have a message from God in my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before their eyes. In their own eyes, they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. The words of their mouths are wicked and deceitful. They fail to act wisely or do good. Even on their beds, they plot evil. They commit themselves to a sinful course and do not reject what is wrong. That is Psalms 36, 1 through 4, folks. This is what you got to look forward to. And it says, even in Revelation 16, 9, these condemned people were cursed the very name of God, as we are told. So right there in Revelation 16, 9. Of course, it can all be avoided, folks, if you accept Christ today if you call upon the name of Jesus today to save you you don't have to go through the great tribulation Romans 10 9 tells us that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved as always I tell you people you better do it today because you're not guaranteed your next breath nope mm -mm. you're not I mean who's in control of your life you certainly are not
Think about it. So, here we are moving along to a mother whose son was shot point blank in the head, decimates the Democratic gun control agenda. I don't need the government to save me, she says. This is at TheBlaze.com, written by Chris Enlow, and it was posted yesterday. Gun rights activist Lucretia Hughes delivered powerful testimony to lawmakers on Wednesday, making her case for why more gun control laws will not solve gun violence problems. And she's absolutely correct. Moving right along, here's what are the details. During testimony before the House Oversight Committee, Hughes told lawmakers how her son became the victim of gun violence six years ago when he was shot point blank in the head. But her tragic loss only emboldened her belief that the Second Amendment is necessary for protection and that gun control laws will never rectify the problems that led to her son's murder. My son's death resulted from a criminal with an evil heart and a justice system failing to hold him accountable for laws he had already broken. Um, she continues and she says, uh, or Hughes says, you see a convicted felon killed him with an illegally obtained gun. Gun control lobbyists and politicians claim their policies will save lives and reduce violence. Well, these policies did not protect my son. Importantly, Hughes noted that cities with the strictest gun control laws often struggle most with gun violence. She called lawmakers crazy if they think more laws are the solution. Instead, Hughes said the Second Amendment and defending one's right to self-defense is the correct path. How about letting me defend myself against evil? Do you think I'm not capable or trustworthy to handle firearms, he says? You who call for more gun control are the same ones that call to defund the police. Who is supposed to protect me? We must prepare to be our own first responders to protect ourselves and our loved ones. I am a legal, law-abiding citizen. She says, I don't need the government to save me, she declared. Instead of gun control, Hughes said schools need more armed personnel and mental health professionals to ward off future mass shootings. She also advocated for the elimination of gun-free zones and more firearm education. She outright said that Protecting Our Kids Act, the Democrat pushed gun control bill passed after Uvalde will not make Americans safer. Despite living with the heartache of the loss of my son daily, I believe that it is our God-given right to defend ourselves from acts of violence, Hughes said. Taking away my rights and the rights of law-abiding citizens will not bring my son Emmanuel back, but it will embolden criminals. <clears throat> Excuse me. We all want the same thing, to be safe. Gun owners are not the enemy, and these gun control policies are not the solution, she concluded. You can check that out, theblaze.com. Check it out, theblaze.com, written by Chris Inlow. And she is absolutely right. God bless her. I can't imagine what it would be like to lose a son. May the Lord <clears throat> comfort her. So we've got so much stuff right happening. And this is in the UK, you guys. This is happening in the UK. I mean, you could be fined. Uh, it's talking about, uh, it says, yeah, your name can be put on a list. It's probably will be going to put on, will be put on a list. Number two, uh, once your name is on this register, the local authority, which is the LA there, uh, will be given permission to require such details of the means by which the child is being educated and any other information that may be prescribed education bill part 436C. Is what that states. So take one moment to think about what is defined. Vague and dangerous statement, uh, means. All it would take is for one slightly hostile member of the local authority and home educators know that we are generally treated with suspicion to be legally entitled to visit my home. And they have an open door to ask me what I teach, when I teach, how much sugar I give my children, whether they can read, whether they uh, belong to a library, well, what we teach about marriage, gender, the environment, COVID, and why 
we read the Bible with our children every morning. This is tremendous, unthinkable government overreach. The state has absolutely no authority to require this information of us. Number three, if we fail or forget to tell the LA that we are moving out of the area, if we fail to provide some of the information required or even make a clerical error, perhaps we omit to inform them that we have changed our spelling curriculum. Then, based on no definite legal criteria whatsoever, the LA may come to the belief that our children are not receiving a suitable education and slap us with an immediate school attendance order. This is an SAO education bill part 436i the government can literally force us to send our children to a government school the likes of which the prime minister of education minister uh have deemed not good enough for their own children finally she says if we do not comply with orders to send our children to school we are guilty of a criminal offense and we may be liable to in american dollars a 1248 dollar fine and a 51 week prison sentence that's Education Bill Part 436Q. The loving parents are criminalized and removed from their children who are presumably put into care. What an excellent use of taxpayers' money. It is almost as though the government has taken offense to the fact that we do not wish to use its education system. Before she says she wraps up, she goes, allow me to quickly adjust the suspicion that home educators keep their children home in order to abuse them. So she goes on to talk about how that's ridiculous, right? We all know that's not true. Um, but anyway, yeah, think about what's going on. This is happening in the UK. This is going on in the UK right now, this bill. Okay, so it says six years ago, the Scottish government tried to bring in the named person scheme. And the Supreme Court in London ruled that the first thing that a totalitarian regime tries to do is to get at the children. To distance them from the subversive, varied influences of their families and indoctrinate them in their ruler's view of the world. Dear government, by whose authority do you presume to enter our homes, assume the right to require whatever personal information of us you so desire? and insist that we use your schools might i suggest that you get your own house in order before you seek to tell me what to do with mine you can check that out harbingersdaily.com she had a hostile war on children that article was written by jessica turpin once again that's referring to what's going on in the uk so another one is a call to arms teachers in conservative states are volunteering to carry guns by tyler durden so anyway it says uh, this is authored by darlene mccormick sanchez and uh yes let's check this out so crosses and flowers laid out in the public square of the grief-stricken town of uvalde where a teen gunman killed 19 students and two teachers are an all too familiar scene igniting a call to arms for teachers in texas and beyond so yes so the republican-led texas legislature is addressing the twin issues of school safety and mass violence following the uh may 24th uvalde texas school shooting committees of lawmakers are reviewing past legislative efforts such as the guardian and marshall programs that allow teachers to carry firearms in the hopes of hardening schools as targets uh, school officials and firearm trainers in the Lone Star State say interest has risen sharply since the sh recent shooting. Jeff Sellers owns Schools on Target, a company in Marble Falls, Texas, that trains teachers to carry firearms in schools. Since the uh, shooting, uh, since the school shooting, Sellers sold, uh, told Epoch Times that he has added nine additional classes, double the amount customary held for June through August. He says, I've gotten an insane amount of calls, Sellers said. It hasn't stopped. 90% is because of Uvalde. Uh, Brian Proctor, owner of Goat Strapped Firearms Training in Arlington, Texas, told the Epoch Times much the same thing. That training requests for the Guardian program have skyrocketed. 
We've had a 100% increase, he says. And so Proctor said teachers want to protect their students and themselves, despite what people may be hearing from the selective voices in legacy media. What you're seeing is a voice minority, Proctor said. Arming teachers isn't about giving them uh, something else to be responsible for, but instead giving them a tool as a last defense. Elsewhere, state legislatures are investigating how to make schools safer and arm uh, teachers, right? So uh, if you think about it, here in Texas, there are schools um, where I live in the country. They are, um, you know, not large schools, not predominantly cities, but we do have some smaller school districts. And they do arm their teachers. And as you walk into the school, it says on the door, teachers armed, right? Big, uh, big um, signs telling you, warning you, don't come to our school. We'll shoot you, right? So, hmm. Some of Texas have uh, has already been doing that, and so I think all of Texas needs to do that. So, um, you know, you think about things, and I'm going to bring this up, right, because there's always those people, hey, can we need to stop the counting AR-15, it's a mass assault weapon, it's a blah, blah, blah. it is not an assault rifle, okay, AR does not stand for assault rifle, and it just looks mean, okay, it looks really mean, I know, it looks mean, it's not, it's just your regular rifle, you still have to pull the trigger for each bullet, right, you got to pull the trigger it does it's not automatic there are no automatic rifles okay nobody has those those are not legal okay but they want you to think that right they're like these are assault rifles these are i have one sitting right here next to me to my knowledge it has never gotten up walked out the door and went on a shooting spree without me you know what i'm saying no it's the heart of a person it's the evil it's the they want to call it mentally uh, hand, they want to say this is mental, like these people have, like they need mental help. Yeah, they need mental help. They need Jesus. It's demonic. You got to think about it. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Demons. There are demons. Okay. And you can be, if you are not a Christian, you can be demon possessed. Okay. Where do you think these people will get the idea to go shoot and murder children? I don't think that's a mental health issue. I think that's a demon issue. That's an evil, demonic issue. Right. You need to face the fact. You need to read your entire Bible. Jesus told us about. How many times did Jesus cast out demons from people? You know what I mean? Think about it. No, no. They don't want you to think about that though. No, no, no. They want to keep you mesmerized with, you know, stupid bull crap going on in Hollywood. And all kinds of garbage and smut and gay pride and everything else going on, right? Yeah, that's what's happening, folks. That's what they want you to focus on. When the real issue is evil in this world we live in a fallen world get on board open your bible okay i'm just gonna tell you like it is but it has nothing to do with what they're telling you so uh yeah think about it folks so if you were to walk into a school you know if you're an evil of course if if if, if you're planning on killing children if that's what's in your mind i mean you know you're an evil person right so you're gonna walk into school now imagine if there's a teacher at the school and you walk in that door and you have a gun and that teacher sees you, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to shoot your ass, right? And if per chance, and if just per chance, that evil little freak, right, that gets in the door, shoots the first teacher. Well, guess what? There's more teachers. They're going to hear that gunshot and they're going to get their kids down and they're going to and they're going to open fire on him. Okay, you have got to defend yourself. I don't care. It's just like that lady said her son was murdered, right? You have to have the right to defend yourself. How long do you think it's going to take for a police officer to get there to help you if they even come? 
How long do you think? I live in a small city. We had a gun. We had a guy threatening to shoot people. You know, you're gonna be to come back and blow all y'all up. We had, guess what? We we got a text message from our police department that they were busy at this time. Yeah. So I want you to think about it. You, as a person sitting here right now, think about it. How long is it gonna take for a cop to get there? If they even get there. By the time they get there, they're gonna come in and murder you and your entire family. But you can stop all that if you yourself. Are armed and you know how to use your gun or whatever get you a bow and arrow if you don't like guns I don't care get what you need but you're gonna have to defend yourself folks times are gonna get more evil and more evil and more evil it's not gonna get any better until Christ comes back and sets everything right okay so you need to think about it you need to protect yourself you need to if you care about your family at all or even yourself you need to protect yourself. Because when they break into these schools, when they break into your apartment or your house or whatever, what are you going to do? Cower in fear? Beg them not to shoot you? Beg them not to rape you? Beg them not to kill you? What are you going to do? If you're like me, I'm going to blow your freaking hat off if you break into my house. If you break into my neighbor's house, you better damn well believe I'm going to protect my neighbor too. But... You can make your own decision on that. But just like these saying, even Louisiana is currently looking into legislation similar to Texas to arm their teachers. It makes no sense for this day and age for teachers not to be armed. These things keep happening, but I can guarantee you if there were armed teachers, it wouldn't take one of these little dumbasses who wanted to go into school and com you know complete murders evil like that. And to be shot in the head as he walked in the door with a gun. Think about it. The only way to protect these kids is to arm the teachers so that the teachers can protect the children. Now what a sad day and age that we live in where we have to even think about things like this. Arming teachers to protect our children in school. Think about it. But this is the day that we live in and you better wake the hell up. Don't go with the woke generation. You need to wake up like wake up to the truth. To God's truth. He warned us about this. And if at all possible. If at all possible. You need to homeschool your children. I mean. I mean. I know there's some folks that can't. But there has got. You should maybe get like groups together. You know in neighborhoods or something like. Get families together. And to be able to do this. There are loads of Christian schools out there. Loads of private schools who will have scholarships, who will help you. Go talk to your churches, uh, not your woke churches. I'm not talking about your Joel Osteen garbage and that crap. I mean actual Bible-believing churches. And there's some out there. And if not, uh, Spencer Smith has a website. You would think I would have this memorized by now, but I do not. <laughs> but he's also he does have a website Spencer Smith does have a website so go check it out and they will show you where to go to find a good church fundamental Baptist church so I'm a fundamental Baptist and um you know I, I totally believe in is inerrancy of God's word and doctrinally sound and like he always says doctrine matters and it does but I'm serious, folks. This has been on my heart for a while. These are our children. I, we know the Democrats don't give a rat's ass about kids because they, they think you can murder a baby after it's already been born. They want to take parts, baby parts, and sell them. And, you know, they, they, don't, they don't care. They think partial birth abortion is okay. And you know what that means, folks? It means you're about to give birth to your baby. You could be giving birth to your baby. And you say, well, I don't think you want the baby anymore. And so what do they do? They take a pair of scissors and they sever the spinal cord of your baby as it's being delivered. 
You want to tell me that is not, that is not evil? It angers me so much. You have no idea how much that angers me. How in God's green earth could somebody do that? How could a doctor who took an oath not to do harm do something like that? Because we live in a fallen world. How much is it going to take for you to realize that we live in a fallen world? This is evil prevalent. That you need to turn to Christ because... Honey, if you have any idea what's going on, we say honey a lot in Texas. I'm sorry if that offends any of you people. <laughs> Don't be offended. Trust me, you can't listen to me <laughs> and be offended easily because I, I'm going to tell you like it is. I don't care. I don't care about politically correct, okay? Because I'm going to tell you what, what's going on. I'm going to tell you how it relates to the Bible, right? And the, <laughs> Jesus offended people. <laughs> so his word offends people. It's supposed to cut you like a knife. How else are you going to learn, you know? How are you going to be you know, convicted of your sin? Not condemned. The Holy Spirit is there to convict you of your sin and you are to repent and ask Christ to forgive you. And then Jesus forgives you and guess what? It's erased. It's gone blotted out to remember no more as far as the east is from the west. Jesus Christ remembers it no more. So condemnation is different. Christ came that we will not be condemned. But you do have Satan who is in heaven and that's what he does. That's all he does is say, remember when he did that? Remember when he did that? Remember when he did that? And Jesus Christ is our righteous advocate. And he goes, yep. But Father, is what Jesus says. He goes, but Father, they believe in me. They've asked me to forgive them, and I'm their Savior. And so, boom, nothing Satan can do. That's it. Satan is a great adversary, right? Jesus Christ is our great advocate. So, just remember that. The Bible is full of awesome, wonderful promises. you got to get in and find them, right? Uh, but anyway, I digress. I knew I shouldn't open up this article because I knew, I knew it would upset me. Um, and I'm sure it upsets you, too. These are our children. The, these are our children are teachers these are you know the innocent of the most innocent and we can't even protect them gun control is not going to protect your child do you i mean do you think half these wackos if they can't just walk into a place and buy what do you think they're going to do they're going to do like most criminals do and they're going to obtain <clears throat> their guns illegally and they're going to do what they're going to do regardless that's what they're going to do because that's what satan is putting their mind to do Woo! i mean to hit that so anyway yeah I talk, if you ever see me, I talk a lot with my hands. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you watch some of my videos, I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't do YouTube videos. I used to, had a YouTube channel, but man, I tell you, they keep, everyone I put up, they take down. Everyone I put up, they, I'm, I think I'm on my final notice, like whatever. Okay, I don't even care. It's just such a waste of time for me to do um, videos. I'm sorry. Maybe every great once in a while, I'll, I'll put some, you know, good ones together and I'll put it on uh, Rumble. You know, I'll try to do something like that. Um, you know, if 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 enough stuff happens and I can kind of get something together, right? But anyway, yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, you have to arm the teachers to be able to defend themselves. Because let me tell you, those police officers in Uvalde, Texas, every one of them should lose their damn jobs. Every single one of them. They should be brought up on charges. That was inept. Like, I've never seen inept. That was criminal if my that was criminal in my opinion now believe me i love law enforcement i do uh, i have a cousin who's in law enforcement uh i have a really good friend who's in law enforcement you know my step-grandfather was a deputy so i mean you know yes i do i love law enforcement i love our military but that right there that was failure on a level i've never seen before and it seemed that it was it seemed that it was it was planned there's no other way around to even say that 
And that is super duper sad to say, but I can tell you what, if those teachers would have been armed, they'd have shot that little kid. Well, he wasn't little, he's 19, they'd have shot him. Shot him dead. So, you think about what makes sense to you. Does it make sense to leave uh, the school children in your own life as you're locked in a building into some inept police department out there uh, just standing around while this kid's in there shooting people? And you yourself are, um, you're at the mercy of this this demonic kid you know he's not 10 he's not a kid you're at the mercy of this demonic you know teenager or do you have a firearm and you can protect yourself demonic kid inept police department think about it ultimately you're responsible right for yourself so anyway so we have new zealand ceo kim.com uh he did the math on the united states sovereign debt and he tweeted a thread about it he said it may be the most important thread that he'd ever made uh, this is uh, written by Tyler Durden, and I was going to give you the, the points on the top of it, right? Just off the top. So, um, he goes on to say, um, he says this has been going on for decades, and there's no way to fix it. And that the U.S. got away with this for so long because the U.S. dollar is the world's reserve currency. Oh, when the United States government prints trillions, it is thereby robbing Americans in the entire world in what he calls the biggest theft in history. He says the total U.S. debt is at $90 trillion, which together with the $169 trillion in U.S. unfunded liabilities totals $259 trillion, which is $778,000 per U.S. citizen or $2,067,000 per U.S. taxpayer. Now, uh, the value of all U.S. assets combined, every piece of land, real estate, all savings, all companies, everything that all citizens, businesses, entities, and the states own is only worth $193 trillion. So our debt... Total debt of $259 trillion minus our total net worth is $193 trillion equals a negative of $66 trillion of debt and liabilities after every asset in the U.S. has been sold off. So even if the U.S. could sell all assets at the current value, which is impossible, it would still be broke. This is where the Great Reset comes in and he asks, is it a controlled demolition of the global markets, economies, and the world as we know it? A shift into a new dystopian future where the elites are the masters of the slaves without the cosmetics of democracy. He notes uh, how the world has changed so much in recent years and how nothing seems to make sense anymore. He sees the blatant corruption and the obvious gaslighting propaganda media and the erosion of our rights, but he doesn't know where it's all going and he finishes the thread asking, what's the end game? As Harrison Smith from the American Journal says, it's a pyramid scheme. The people perpetrating the pyramid scheme are in charge of everything. They're going to sacrifice humanity in order to maintain their system. The world economy is being collapsed food supply system is being destroyed and the energy that we rely on to maintain civilization is being curtailed and eliminated it will be forced into the great reset where we will own nothing former black rock stock picker ed dowd believes that the entire covid sham was created as a cover for the financial collapse and the new lockdowns are coming uh, to try to mitigate the inevitable violence and chaos that we can expect to be witnessing in the streets. We also saw how Dr. Mike Yeadon, former uh, Pfizer VP, also believes that COVID and the death shot are an elaborate hoax to engineer a collapse of sovereign currencies to bring in the Great Reset and the introduction of programmable central bank digital currencies, or CBDCs, for a wholly controlled population in which people will not be able to buy food, etc., unless the algorithms permit 
and the undesirables can basically be starved to death via artificial intelligence. Yes, folks, Kim.com, June 5th, 2022 thread reads, This may be the most important thread I ever make. Big picture stuff about the major global collapse that is coming. I will try to help you understand why the future is not what we're hoping for. It's worse than most can imagine. Our leaders know, but what are they planning? The United States did not have a surplus or a balanced budget since 2001. In the last 50 years, the U.S. only had four years of profit. In fact, all the profit the U.S. had would not be enough to pay for six months of the current yearly deficit. So how did the U.S. pay for things? So the U.S. spending and debt have spiraled out of control and the government can only raise the money it needs by printing it. Oh, folks, ah, that causes inflation. It's like taxing you extra because you pay more for the things you need and all your assets decline in value. The reason why the U.S. got away with it for so long is because USD is the world's reserve currency. Nations everywhere hold USD as a secure asset. So when the U.S. government prints trillions, it's robbing Americans in the entire world the biggest theft in history. The perception is that the U.S. has the largest economy and the strongest military in the world. But in reality, the U.S. is broke and can't even afford its army. Uh, the denial is that all nations depend on a strong U.S. dollar or global market Markets collapse. The reason why the U.S. zombie keeps going is because the end of the U.S. is the end of Western prosperity and an admission that the current system failed as a model for the world. It doesn't change the reality. The collapse is inevitable and coming. What are our leaders planning? You may have heard about the Great Reset or the New World Order. Is it a controlled demolition of the global markets, economies, and the world as we know it? A shift into the new dystopian future where the elites are the masters of the slaves without the cosmetics of democracy. So, uh, you can catch the rest of that there on ZeroHedge.com. You can read it for yourself. So, what else do we have going on? I did talk about the mysterious radio signals from space could light up the universe. You guys can check that out on Tucker Carlson. It was his on uh, last night. Had a theoretical physics uh, professor, Dr. Kaku, on there talking about that. So, I mean, that kind of brings into the fact that, you know, what, what is really happening Remember, all these things are coming out, the, the unidentified flying objects, and there is intelligent life out there, and there's this, and there's that, and there's aliens, and you have the United States military is talking about the Russian military is talking about the China's military, right? And it's all coming in. All these things are all coming together. Everything is coming together to uh, bring about the great deception. You can call it the great reset. You can call it whatever you want. It's going to be the great deception because that's what the Bible says. That's what's happening. Um, so another thing is a Texas legislator to introduce Bill banning children from drag shows after the Drag the Kids to Pride event. Right. So this is, oh, thank God. So a Texas legislator announced his intentions Monday to introduce a bill that would ban minors from attending drag shows in the state. Senator uh, Representative Brian Slayton, a Republican who represents a House district just east of Dallas, said in a press release that his proposed legislation comes after footage went viral over the weekend showing children attending a drag show at Mr. Mr. A gay Bar in North Dallas. Protesters showed up at the Drag the Kids to Pride event Saturday afternoon, which was billed as a family-friendly drag show. The organizers called it a spinoff of their champagne drag brunch that would allow kids to dance with performers on stage. 
according to local WFAA. Videos later emerged on social media of drag performers at the event taking dollar bills from children, dancing with them, and walking down the aisle in the center of the room, which was emblazoned with a neon sign that read, It's not gonna lick itself. Folks, I get this vomit in my mouth. The events of this past weekend were horrifying and, ha- and show a disturbing trend in which perverted adults are obsessed with sexualizing young children, Slayton said. As a father of two young children, I would never take my children to a drag show. And I know uh, Texas House Speaker Dade Phelan and the rest of my Republican colleagues wouldn't either. Protecting our own children isn't enough, and our responsibility as lawmakers extends to the sexualization that is happening across Texas. I promised my voters that I would stand up for their values and fight to protect Texas kids. Slayton continued. Folks, mm, I can't even tell you. I just, I can't even tell you that this is happening. I just, what in the hell are kids doing at a gay bar? I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what to say anymore. I just. I don't even. I don't even know. It's insanity. It's insanity. Total insanity. Um, what else? So it says Slayton um, has also come out against gender transition for minors, writing a letter to the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services in August of 2021, urging the agency to classify mastectomies, chemical procedures, and physiological counseling that affirms non-biological sex as child abuse. Folks, it is child abuse. I don't know how else to tell you. Is child abuse. If you think that that is okay, you are ruining a child. I mean, I don't care. People like, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, you think about that. You think about puberty blockers for a six-year-old. What? What the hell? That's what it is. It's hell. That's exactly what it is. Oh, guys, go to uh, olivetreeviews.org and check out some more headlines. Um, there's a video. It's the Great Reset Rising. And that's a uh, June understanding of the Times uh, event in Minneapolis with Mark Hitchcock, Jeff Kinley, Jen Markell, and Mark Henry. The Great Reset is rising. What does this mean to you and to those you love? Go check out that video. Uh, you guys can watch that on olivetreeviews.org for free. Uh, so, folks, you know, I talk a lot about the tribulation and what's going to happen in the tribulation. And I just did the whole uh, Matthew, right, 24, talking about it. I want to give you guys, um, I'm going to put this in the description below. And um, this is uh, Dr. David Reagan. I love him. I loved him for a long time. He has since retired. Um, but he was a uh, president and founder, I believe, of ChristinProvacy.org, right? Please go check it out. I'm going to put this underneath. It's called The Olivet Discourse, Past History or Future Prophecy. It talks about the series of questions, you know, uh, Jesus answers them all. Signs of the tribulation, the theological issue, the conflicting views. He gives all the different views, right? And the proclamation of the gospel, Daniel's prophecy, the intensity of the tribulation, and on the severity of the tribulation, the proximity of the tribulation, and the context of the tribulation. A fact to ponder and frequently ask questions. Uh, Please go check out that article, and I'm going to link it below because I'm going to give you an overview and answer pretty much any question that you have. So I'm going to throw that in there. Um, So guys, with that, I am going to get off of here and uh, enjoy my Saturday afternoon. (laughs) <laughs> in the heat here in Texas because oh it's hot today it is hot I think it's supposed to hit 106 lordy lordy anyway with that guys I am going to get off of here and I uh, thank you all so much for listening to me and uh, my prayer as always is Heavenly Father please bless those who listen 
uh, to this program, Lord God, please give them wisdom and discernment during these times. Father God, I would ask that you would protect them and embolden them, Lord. Uh, Father, please protect all of my brothers and sisters around the world today, God. Those in hostile nations, Lord, we lift up to you. India, Russia, North Korea, all, you know, all of them, Lord. There are numerous, numerous. Saudi Arabia, there are numerous countries and nations Lord, that are hostile to christianity and it's only going to get worse it's coming to america it's already in canada and lord god we just look for you father you are our hope lord jesus your glorious appearing is our hope and lord jesus we just pray god that you would keep us bold and and just continue to proclaim your truth your gospel father god we just pray that you would keep us focused on you especially during these times father god because we see the world literally crumbling around us we see the evil just coming out of the woodwork now and father you know we just need to to put on your armor which is ephesians 6 uh chapter 6 verses 10 and lord we just put on your armor of god we put on the helmet of salvation father we put on your breastplate of righteousness righteousness the god we shot our feet for the preparation of, of the gospel and lord we pick up our sword lord which is the word of god and our shield uh, which is our faith we can quench all the fiery darts of the evil one and of course we gird our loins with the belt of truth and so father god i just pray lord that you would bless each and every one that is listening lord and just just keep us safe and just keep us proclaiming your word and I ask it in jesus name Amen. Thanks, you guys. Get in the Word of God. The Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha.